Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. What would lure a 74-year-old out of retirement? Well, Salvos Vince has gone back to working alongside the Aboriginal Islander Christian Congress to help his Indigenous brothers and sisters build better lives. And he shares more. Uh, we dealt with the, the real issues, the social issues, and uh, that's why Narana, and that was something that attracted me to be involved with, uh, with the Congress, which is it's about 25 years ago now where I uh, when I started. So we, we started with nothing, just a little run-down farmlet of five acres, and we've built a multi-million dollar complex out here now without even government really putting too much money in it. only put a few few dollars in it, but we've done it ourselves. Wow. And uh, that's what we've been encouraging Aboriginal people in particular, that, uh, you know, we talk about self-determination, self-management, self-control. Well, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, and I said to them here, this is what we do. So we're injecting uh, a new way of uh, living, I guess, for Aboriginal people in particular. We're saying we can do it. We need to get on with it. We need to stop putting our hand out and hoping the government will provide funds for us. And we'll actually do this ourselves. And so that's what we've created a, a place here in, uh, in Torquay, uh, in Gravedale, actually. And so that's one of the issues, I guess, you're talking about. What are some of the other issues that you that, that faces them that you're dealing with? Well, a lot of the, um, you know, you deal with those main issues, unemployment and all that sort of stuff, and people not, you know, not having proper housing and all that. So you deal with, you deal with a lot of those social issues. And we don't, we don't uh, as the... As we believe as Indigenous people, we don't uh, separate out our maybe our spiritual journey uh, from our physical, um, which I think mainstream tends to do. That you know, you've got to you go on Sunday and have an hour at the church, and uh, you're right for the rest of the week. Well, actually, what uh, Indigenous people do is that uh, that's part of our whole. It's our total life. Yeah. And so we're so we're developing we're developing people, and uh, you know, it's coming alongside of people and. Uh, being creative and uh, putting opportunities out there in front of people, so we could learn a lot from you guys. Well, I think I think that I think there's a tremendous amount of uh, stuff we, uh, you know, that we do, and I think that um, yeah, we we're sharing that, you know, even as a at this centre. Like people will come through the centre. It's really interesting, mate. They'll say, "What is it? What is it out there at Narana? You know, it's a peaceful place that comes into it." Well. I said, look, when you've got time, I said, I'll sit down and have a yarn with you about it, what we actually do. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people don't place too much emphasis on on the spiritual side of the holistic side of life. You know, we're all looking at, you know, whether we've got the right bank account, we drive the right car, live in the right suburb and all that stuff. You know, well, that, that's further from our mind. Uh, it's about giving people a good balance of life. And, mate, I've been in, well, I've been involved, in, I've been in Geelong 40 years now. And I've been fully involved with Aboriginal organisations, creating space, uh, giving, uh, I suppose, in a way, just giving them a different image, a picture of the possibilities or what they can actually do with their lives. So, yeah. Is there one person in particular over the years that really stands out to you? I'm sure they probably all do, but is there a story you can tell us of someone who's been helped? Well, we had, a, we had, one, we had one young fella um, uh, here with us. I actually... He dropped out of school pretty early, young Indigenous boy. Uh, he, he'd been through hell and back, I think, in his family. Uh, I got to know him and uh, actually dropped out when he was about 13, 14, and he didn't want to go to school, but I sort of uh, could have been taken to task as I actually took him back into school, in the school doing cultural education. So my, my argument was that I'm, I'm taking him to school anyhow, so, and he'd play the didge, so we'd go and do cultural education stuff. 
that young fellow was with us for over oh, about 10 or 12 years. Uh, did his uh, own uh, DVD, fantastic digi player, uh, creative young man, did a lot of cultural education. And he's gone on to just bigger and better things from this place. Wow. And, uh, you know, we've, 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 got a, we've got quite a few of those stories around uh, for, for many of our young people in particular that haven't had the opportunity. They've had no one to come alongside of them and say, hey, listen, brother, you can actually do this. Just because you're Aboriginal doesn't mean to say you can't achieve. And so we're, what we've been doing is um, providing a springboard, uh, a pathway through for these guys to, to, de- to actually de- de- determine their own life and what they want to do. And so there's many of them, mate. There's many stories, wow. many uh, uh, young uh, men and women that have come through this centre in the last 24, 25 years that I've been around. And uh, we've seen huge changes and uh, we've got to get uh, some of our mob, uh, the Indigenous folk, to really believe that we can do it. Um, That's right. And uh, we talk about it enough in terms of taking charge ourselves. Well, we're, we're a good model. And you, you've obviously got a faith. Absolutely. When did you come into faith? I came into faith when I, was, when I was about 12 years of age. And why did with you? The, with the Salvation Army in Dunaliquin on a reserve. You know what a reserve is, where they crown land. We were living, uh, had a lot of Aboriginal families together. And the Salvos, the Salvos came and they bought hammers and nails and sheets of iron, helped us build humpies on the riverbank. They didn't bring the songbooks and Bibles straight away. Uh, but they bought the practical sort of demonstration of, uh, you know, reaching out to our people. And uh, Wow. For me, it was quite easy to come to faith, I can tell you. Wow. Because I, uh, to put it, put it maybe in a, in a funny way for some people to understand, but, um, you know, I actually, I, in a sense, I guess I saw the image of, of Jesus through the people who came to that reserve because of the way they, they didn't just tell us. They didn't tell us about this Jesus. They, they showed us the Jesus. Wow. You know, that was their demonstration of stuff and... Uh, and that was a wonderful turning point in my young life. And uh, my whole family, you know, they were drunk, so uh, you'd call them alcoholics, I suppose, just about. We've been through uh, broken family and a whole lot of that stuff and got dragged around the countryside. And, and uh, you know, something, a great miracle happened in both their lives. And and uh, to that, you know, from that day onwards, you know, they never turned back. And, you know, so it, it was easy enough for me to believe <laughs> that was a God or... There was a creative spirit or there was somebody out there. Something was happening. Well, I thank God for Stelvos that that, uh, that believed that uh, our people were special enough to, to come and minister to us in a very positive way. So, so I've been on the track for a long time now, mate. That's Vince, lured out of retirement, and at the age of 74, he continues to help his Indigenous brothers and sisters build better lives. You can contact him via the Selvos in Geelong. Light and life. The Salvo's weekly radio show.